what it do, baby booze. Welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. It is me, Penny and Assy, back at it again with another episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I hope y'all are doing really, really amazing. Y'all already know the deal. This week, we're going to get into... This week will be a solo episode, and we're going to get into practical things that we can do to get rid of the physical symptoms of anxiety that sometimes we may feel, whether we're nervous, whether we actually, you know, have anxiety or whatever the case may be. Sometimes physical things come up in the body that are so weird, and we're going to talk about what that means and how to get rid of them. But before that, let's get into these updates. So for updates this week, uh, let's see. To be honest, your girl has really just been in serious grind mode more than anything. I'm very much so ready to be someone's podcasting therapist housewife. Please refer back to my episode with Wanjira to know what I mean by that. Of course, I love working because I love what I do, but I also want to be someone's housewife. So whatever, I'm ready to do both. Uh, fight me if you have anything else to say about that. But yeah, let me stop playing with y'all. I don't really have any major announcements or work updates as of now. I'm just honestly proud of like my productivity level and the groove that I've gotten in for this new year. And I've gotten back on my consistent workout routine, which has just helped with my whole life. Literally, it's the only thing that be saving me some days is a workout. And I'd be like, all right, sis, we, we got this. Um, and, I, and I am going to be hopping back into my pole classes this month. So I'm super excited for that. I'll keep you all updated on how on how that goes. I know you all have seen me post. Um, I think her name is Camilla. I'm blinking right now. And her pole art situations. And I've been to pole a couple of times. And I say this all the time because I'm so proud that I'm a level two, honey. Level two pole uh, what do you call it? Because it's not a dancer, it's not a pole dancer. Whatever, I'm not sure what it's called, but I'm level two at it, okay? And I just really like the, I really like the form of exercise. Like, it's really good for the core, and it's just a blast. So, I'm excited to get back into that. And I got a new therapist who I adore, and I'm feeling some really great progress. I think that after a while, it's okay to switch therapists if you need to and just even if you feel like you're not growing or if you just want a different vibe and if you're in a different phase of life different perspectives are always great so um, without getting too personal on what I've been really honing in on but one thing is my boundaries like they suck I legit want to see the good in people and I see the best in them and I will tend to ignore when I'm getting played with and I'm dead ass over it. It's dead, but I'm serious. I'm just really faithful and I'm really optimistic and I uh, really believe like what I feel is on my heart so much that I am just like I'm I see straight and I just go for it and I ignore and let people slide on so much stuff and to be honest I'm sick of myself when it comes to that it's not productive to who I want to be and so we're working on on that working on keeping my little heart soft and 
because that's genuinely who I am. Like I'm a soft, fragile, sweet, delicate person and people take that for granted and use it all up. So yeah. What's crazy is like one of my greatest compliments that people give me and is that how kind I am and how nice I am and then proceed to take it for granted and if not take it for granted like just like not hold it with any true care and no care that I can feel at least so yeah it's dead mm -hmm. and this is not just in one aspect of life this is in all aspects of life I just am that girl so Chile, we gonna figure it out, honey. Okay, um, but yeah, it's okay. And also learning that it's okay to not have to always be the empathetic one and the understanding one all the time with people and in situations, especially, especially, especially if it is not received in return. And empathy is my literal being. That's literally what this podcast is and what my whole passion purpose it is empathy it because it truly is has always been who I am at my core um but it something that has also called caused me a lot of pain and heartbreak so I'm just working on finding that balance and also speaking up when I don't feel that balance and yeah this thing called life just be teaching me things all the time think you know one thing then you got to learn something else it's like, God damn, what's, what's really good? But I I love it. Okay, whatever. Um, I also want to make a PSA because I do think that people think that they can, like, get the scoop on me via the podcast, but that's very far from the truth. I am a very private person. I definitely am an emotionally kind of open person like I'll talk about emotions and stuff like that but I'm kind of private in a sense too but and also this is just not that type of podcast or type of party where I'm telling you guys like my whole life and stuff like that here and there of course I love to share but this is more so about the collective it's more so about my lessons that I've learned and how people can apply and more so about people coming on here to share their stories. It's just not really about me. And I never want to be a slave to sharing my personal life with my audience, which is why I never started that. And I don't even want the people in my life to feel like if they are with me or around me, like they are going to be shared through, you know, content. Like that's so whack. That's so whack and not me at all. So I want to put that out there. A Yeah. I've never been that open of a book and I don't really ever want to be. I think there is so much beauty in mystery. And so if you're coming here looking for the tea, you got the wrong pod. If you're coming here looking to get healed, learn some things, laugh a little, change your perspective on this, on a bunch of bullshit that has been taught to us that we need to unlearn, then you are in the right place. All right, y'all, I'm done venting and airing it out. As y'all can see, it's been it's been a week. So, yeah, we're going to move on to where you guys can vent to me, which will be our pen pal letters. Okay, so for pen pal, for pen pal letters, you guys can email or DM me, pennyperiodanasty.gmail.com, 
or DM me at Penny Peace on Instagram, which is probably the best, which is where I normally get everything from. But this question is, Penny, what's your take on living in New York? So I honestly love living in New York, especially coming from Texas and from the South. And what I love about living in New York is I think that everybody here or a lot of people here that I've came across, they have a different like lust for life. You know what I'm saying? And growing up, like I've always realized that something was different about me. Not to say that I'm special, but I would say that something was always different about me. And getting out of my comfort zone and moving away from what was comfortable and the same is what has push me to who I am today and what will continue to push me to who I am today. It's just about learning yourself in different spaces. It doesn't have to be New York. It can be anywhere. I'm just an advocate for moving wherever. But New York specifically, I just love how you can just get lost in the city. Like you can just go out with a friend or go out with someone and you can end up in the craziest, hottest spots. You can end up like just in some things you've never even dreamed of or thought of. Some stuff you've seen on TV, like really, truly, if you move the right way. And you can just learn so much. Like I feel like when you meet different people who have gone through different walks of life, you can learn so much about perspective, which is really good for self-development. So I just love meeting new people. And I love having friends that are from all different walks of life and like do different things. Like friends who be at the goddamn EDM spots, friends who be at goddamn like last lap, friends who be at the park, friends who don't be anywhere. They are into like yoga and working out or friends who just, it's just so much. My, my grad school friends, a whole different pot. It's just, I just love like, it's like a melting pot of life. And for someone like me, who's very curious, I love experiences. I love learning new things. Like I'm not afraid to get my feet wet or make a mistake or be in an un uncomfortable situation. I like to like, learn from it. I just really love that about New York. It's like you can walk outside, turn a corner, and see something you've never seen before. And that's so exciting to me. And I'll also say this. New York with money and New York without money are like different experiences, but both very much so beautiful. And I think I've been in both scenarios and spaces to say that they truly are both beautiful in their own way. But don't think that you're going to be up here broke doing like the things you see on TV unless you are like Anna Del Vive or something and finessing your way through this thing called life, which people definitely do up here. Um, yeah, just set your expectations because it's an expensive place, but also it doesn't leave you the room to be lazy, which I appreciate as well. So yeah, New York summers and springs are so great. Winters are trash. I'm like, I don't want to spend winters here anymore. That's That should be dead too, along with my extreme empathy. <laughs> no, but for real. Um, New York is a beautiful place. I'm so happy I decided to come here. I have so much love for it. As I'm getting older, I definitely want to still be in, in New York, but also be in the South too. 
you know, and really be everywhere. And a lot of people now are also going to LA for media and I have some friends who are moving there too. So I can't wait to go visit there some more. And yeah, I want to be everywhere these days. Everywhere, including the Maldives, Jamaica, Mexico City, London, Paris, Greece, everywhere. And that's what I have to say about that. So we're going to move on to our next topic, which will be change. So for change this entire month, I will be highlighting women, women and more women because it is Women's History Month. And I'm going to be highlighting people who I follow that I think are so dope that you guys should follow. Simple as that for whatever reason that that may be. And for today, I want to highlight Darian Simone Harvin. She is a reporter who reports at the intersection of beauty, pop culture, and politics, and a news cu- and a news curator. I started following Darian. I don't know when, to be honest, but I think she was doing an interview via. Instagram, like with Instagram's actual platform, with some of TikToks and like Instagram's hottest new, you know, viral influencers and stuff like that. And her questions were gold. I love a deep question that resides at the intersection of something. Like that is my bag. I love when people melt two worlds together, like beauty, pop culture, and politics. And Darian is really great at being herself, which is another thing that I appreciate. I hate when people sound the same and everyone sounds the same these these days. Everyone's talking about the same thing these days. Everyone's caring about the same things these days. And it's refreshing when people have a different approach and are just truly themselves. So that's what Darian is. And she has a newsletter called Beauty in Real Life, which covers beauty at the intersection of politics and pop culture through breaking news, trends, and personal experiences. And I've never been, I would say, a beauty girl or anything like that. I'm pretty simple, I think, when it comes to things. I know there are people way more simple than me when it comes to staying on top of the different trends and all that type of stuff. But as I am getting more into what I like and things like that, and it's, I like to look at someone like Darian for her perspective on the latest trends, the latest products, and she gives the real. She doesn't give anything fluffy. She gives the real on what that is. And she also blends that into what's happening around the world because beauty is such a big part of capitalism and our world. And we need to know what's going on. Like, what are they pushing on us? Why are they pushing this on us? Is it something that I actually need or is it not? And she provides that information and it's like some cool ass information that you would want to really discuss at dinner with a friend or a partner it's so dope um like the beauty brands in response to black lives and police brutality she had one how is coronavirus affecting the black hair business because as y'all know when corona happened i was doing my own hair doing my own twist and i also lost a lot of hair during that time i'm not sure what the fuck that was about It was my first time doing the, I had like Marley twists in my hair and that hair was just not good for my hair. But shit like that, like, like I think as someone who's generally, I'm not that materialistic really, 
And I'm not like the girl that's like, ooh, makeup. It's like, oh, like I want to put this makeup on because it looks cute. And yeah, because, but it's not like uh, I'm walking into Sephora with my eyes open and wide like, oh my God, it's makeup. Never been her. But so I like when people tell me about products and are just like straight up about it and nothing extra. I'm not about to just have things just to have them, you know? So it's when it comes to makeup for real. So yeah, she has another thing. These black college students are using an old age tradition to pay for school, which is women who are literally doing hair. Like my braider just graduated from high school. People are doing hair to pay through college. Like I love that story. Let's see, Jackie Ina wants to hold the business beauty industry accountable. Megan the Stallion prepares for a hot girl summer with a pageant. This, those are just some of her articles that she's written. But yeah, follow her. A great follow and subscribe to her newsletter, Beauty in Real Life. Her at name is at Darian, at D-A-R-I-A-N. Damn, I'm like, how'd you get that? She must have hit Instagram up to get her name that's crazy but yes follow her at Darian and she also has another page called Studio Simone that's at studio period s-y-m-o-n-e Simone and yeah all things beauty super dope she is definitely change of the week especially for women's history month she's about to be making all the strides I'm very very sure of it so yeah y'all let's move on to our Next topic, which will be my two cents. Okay, so like I said earlier, we're going to be talking about how to get rid of anxiety, like physically in the body. And what I mean by that is, okay, so I really am not one to really have anxiety. The only time I have anxiety or get really nervous is if I have to do something with like the podcast maybe or an interview for work or have to pitch or something like that and then also I'm on a date kind of nervous like I get nervous around um people that I might like or whatever you know that usual type of stuff that's when some anxieties can show up for me but I know that some people deal with anxiety daily and as of lately, I've been feeling, well, not lately, this past week, I was feeling actual anxiety, like physically in my body. And I have had it before, so I know what it looks like. I know that for me, if my fists are balled up, if I just like am chilling, watching TV, or like if I'm sleeping, my fists are balled up, I am anxious. Like it's something is like not right. So I realized that whenever that happens, I'm like, all right, it's time for some self-care. It's time to figure out what's going on and address anything that might be making me feel that way. So other ways that anxiety shows up in the body for other people is you can kind of feel it like in your skin. It's just, it's this weird feeling. Um, Headaches, nausea, shortness of breath. You can be shaky, stomach pain. Um, I know someone mentioned to me before they felt like a lump in their throats, like a lump, like you're about to cry, but it just stays there for like weeks on end. Um, you know, the shaking of the leg, you know, people that shake their leg a lot or just kind of never just seem settled. They're just kind of always looking around or whatever. That's how anxiety can show up physically. And I had the question of why, like, why does it do that? Is this all in my head? 
And the why is, so if you have anxiety or if you're triggered or anything, the flight or flight response, fight or flight response that I always talk about is activated and it activates your sympathetic nervous system, which controls involuntary breathing and your heart rate, right? So this activation of the nervous system can lead to your body releasing stress hormones, stress hormones such as adrenaline and cortisol, which is what contribute to those anxiety symptoms because your body's haywire and out of whack in that moment trying to save you. And this might sound extreme. It could be very extreme even to if someone has panic attacks where they actually, you know, are trying to control their breathing or even just having them simply like how, how I feel like I, I was having them and not a panic attack, but just feeling anxiety, just like sitting on me a little bit. And I was like, wow, okay, I know it ain't just me that this happens to. And some people who really have anxiety feel this all the time. So I wanted to figure out how I could get rid of whatever I was feeling in that moment quickly. Um, Because mentally I was fine, but physically it was just there. And I was like, bro, what the freak is going on? So this is what I kind of came up with and what I've researched and I hope it helps whenever you're feeling anxious or like you're about to have a panic attack. These little things could be of help. So I'm going to go through my list. You know how I do. Number one is do something. And when I mean do something, that's literally all that that means is to do something. So when you have well anxiety, you can kind of feel a little paralyzed, especially if you're just like sitting in your room and you're just like by yourself like you can just feel paralyzed it's just there and everything feels like too much and the act of even just getting up to do anything or or just whenever you're triggered it, it seems like a lot but the best thing that you can do is something whether it's go clean up go um make some dinner Go do something that will get your mind refocused and off of whatever triggered you or whatever is making you anxious. And if nothing is, if it's not one singular thing, just go do something else to get your mind to zone out, to zone out. So that's number one, do something. Number two is laugh it off. That is always a help. Have some friends, people around you that make you laugh and make you remember like that life is good and help you to get out of your head. Very, very simple, but very, very comforting. Laughter is just comforting. Number two, the five senses. So if you are having an anxious moment, about to have a panic attack, you label, you ground yourself basically and you label all of your five senses. So what am I smelling right now? What am I seeing right now? What am I hearing right now? What am I tasting right now? And then what's the fifth sense? Child, I don't know. But basically, the senses, you just label them all and make them descriptive. So it's like, oh, I'm looking at my smoothie. It's green. It's this. It's that. And it just helps the brain. It helps the brain ground and refocus. Lavender oil, which is my favorite thing. Um, lavender oil to calm yourself you just put a drop of it on your collarbone mix it with your lotion and it's just a very relaxing scent and odor that can help relieve anxiety as well and in a study for women who have anxiety 
about having a medical procedure, researchers found that those who inhaled lavender an hour and a half before the procedure were way calmer than those who didn't. So it's facts, queens. It's facts. And the next thing would be take GABA. I've never done this before, but I am some, I love supplements. They are gold. But GABA is sold in health and food stores and can help calm anxiety. It is short for gamma amino butic acid. And GABA is a brain transmitter that counteracts the action of another neurotransmitter, which is glutamate, that increases your excitability. But it basically helps reroute those transmitters. The glutamate that's coming for you, it helps to reroute that thing and set it off so that you are not ramped up and just calms down that part, that excitability, that energy, that anxious energy. And the next thing is, this one is my new favorite. I haven't tried it yet because I'm scared, but it is ice and ice water and cold water showers, that whole thing. So with that is you can literally put your face in a bucket of ice if you're having about to have a panic attack or just not feeling too hot. And what that does, the... Um, the ice can trigger a pain-like response in your brain that literally forces your neurotransmitters to refocus. While the ice hack doesn't replace, of course, receiving professional treatment, it can definitely help you in the moment to ground yourself and to stop in a panic attack especially. So hopping in hot, in cold showers. If you have anxiety, people have like hangover anxiety, like when you take your shower in the morning, take a super cold one. Instead, take a cold one. It'll make you feel better. And yes. And the next thing, which I'm getter, getting better at, I tried that this week too, is to just face whatever it is that's giving you anxiety. So if it's a situation, if it's a conversation that needs to be had, face it, call the person, talk about it. If it's an assignment that you need to do, do your freaking assignment. If it's something that you just need to do and it's just like sitting on your chest you have to face it or else it's just gonna still be there and give you anxiety it's common sense but it's hard but that's where that's what it is it's gonna be on your mind until you release it and face it and let it go and um ultimately grounding of course working out going for a walk just doing things that bring you back to center without sounding too frou-frou. And that's why the kids these days love like fidget spinners because like that, like touching the fidget spinner and even like slime and all that is a grounding technique, if you guys didn't know. So even um, pop sockets on the back of your phone, that's another thing. So when anxiety hits, you're supposed to do something tangible uh, you can take your house keys out and run your, run your fingers along the keys. That's something simple. And that sensation will give you that feeling of grounding. You can pick up a paperweight, hold it in your hand, get an ice cube and hold it as long as possible. And this works because your brain seriously cannot be in two places at once. So that activity distracts you from those anxious feelings and your mind will shift from racing, chaotic, catastrophic thoughts to this freaking ice cube that's in your hand. And lastly, 
lastly, for me, praying, praying, listening to a sermon, a podcast. Oh, podcasting definitely helps with my anxiety too, especially the funny ones, but that goes into laughing a lot. But uh, praying for sure, having some time with God helps release that anxiety because it just lets you know that like whom shall you truly fear? What shall you fear? And whatever you're worrying about, stop it because everything is working for your greater good. And just locking that thought in, doing whatever I need to do to make sure that I truly believe that helps with my anxiety. So I do what I got to do to make sure that I hop back into that space and out of that weird anxious space that just has me acting weird, you know? So yeah, I hope that that helped. I'm going to go through them again really quickly. Number one, do something, do anything. Number two, call out all of your senses and your surroundings. Three, get some lavender oil. Four, work out, of course, go for a walk. Five, laugh, watch a comedy special, listen to your favorite podcast. My favorite is Poor Minds. They are hilarious. They are, they definitely help when, when I'm not feeling it. Um, GABA supplements. There's a lot of different supplements too. Go look it up. Some CBD. Love me some CBD. Um, grounding exercises, fidget spinners, yoga, whatever is grounding. The ice thing, cold showers, put your face in ice. Face whatever it is that's giving you that anxiety. Call that man. Um, talk to your friend. Call your mom. Do your homework. Do your assignment. Wash some clothes. Get it done, okay? Do that project. And then the most important of them all, pray. And... With that being said, about the most important of them all, I'm going to also read y'all some of my favorite scriptures like on anxiety. Now, I'm not going to remember exactly where they came from, but this is what I remember. So there's one that's like, there's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. And the one who fears is not made in imperfect love or the one who's something like that. One who fears is not made perfect in love. And I love that one because that is where a lot of people's anxiety comes from. Love has no room for that. And if it does have that, then it's not the type of love that is, is needed. Another one, especially for people who get nervous about projects and passions and things like that. Uh, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. And even people that might be shy. I was the shyest kid growing up. So that one is really good when you need to remember your power. Like God did not give you a spirit of like lacklusterness of like you're not that girl. He was like you is that girl and even more. Okay. Because you are made in my image. All right. So let me see what else I'm looking through my notes. This one is good. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we don't see. And even the whole one, I think it's like the faith of the mustard seed or things that we don't see. 
And a lot of times we're anxious because of something that we don't know. We don't see what we actually thought, you know, think that we want or what we thought would come to life. So that's where a lot of anxiety comes from. And when it comes to faith, like God does not show you a lot of things that he has for you. He just gives them to you when it's time. So that always helps too, that I'm not going to see it. If I see it, then it's already done, you know? And it is already done, but I just haven't seen it yet. That probably sounds so crazy to some people, but yeah. Be okay with not seeing it, but just knowing it and knowing that everything's in your favor. And yeah, I think I'll leave it at that. I think I'll leave it at that. So I'm wishing you all no anxiety. I kicked that thing out. I really was like, what is going on? And I feel so much better. So I hope this helps you guys feel better as well. I feel a little, little vulnerable sharing that, but it's not that bad. And I think it's normal. Everyone has those moments. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead. It's okay. So yeah, y'all, we're going to move on to our next topic, which will be gold. So for gold this week, I'm going to keep it short and sweet and just shout out a song that I have been jamming. It's called Two Seater with Tiana Major 9 featuring Smino. I'm just going to say, just go check it out. Two Seater, Tiana Major 9, and Smino. It's a beautiful, dope-ass song. We're coming to the end of the show. And of course, our last segment is Peace of Mind. And what's been bringing me peace of mind this week is I've been using this, they're called Binaural Beats, Binaural Beats, and they help with focus, and that's what I've been playing while I'm doing my work, and you know, they have lo-fi, they have all these different things, but this Binaural, whatever they got, whatever they got going on with them, really has been having me in a nice headspace while I'm working, and productivity brings me peace, so... That's what that is. So I'm going to put the link to the playlist that I've been using. And y'all try it out. Let me know if you guys like it while you're working. And yeah, until next week. Oh, I do want to say nothing that I ever say. I'm not a doctor. So make sure you go and consult with a doctor and a mental health professional always. These are just my experiences. This is my take from what I know. But go see a therapist or go see a doctor. All right. Love you guys so freaking much. Y'all be having me feeling good. Okay. Bye.